I ain't no psycho man. I'm a hero. You're looking at a fucking hunter. I'm a hero of the new world. Your disease, and I'm the cure. <laughs> Check one too. Can I have a little little more volume? A little more ears? volume. Do you have any special uh, drops for this? Uh, I added some new drops to the board. Any um, like related to impending doom? Yeah. No, not okay. really. Okay. Uh, I I thought like <clears throat> you know I could get some drops of people coughing, but or like a screaming crowd or something. <laughs> yeah, like a riot, like a yeah, prison yeah, riot. Yeah, yeah. No. Uh, that just that didn't seem like it was in good taste. Mm. But I did load up. <laughs> <laughs> that's me with coronavirus we're gonna scat our way through this fucking disaster that's so funny right. um frank hey <laughs> uh well, good afternoon welcome to the end of the world yeah i'm gonna sniffle don't anyone panic <laughs> um you know as someone who has uh just sort of like chronically uh stuffy sinuses yeah. throughout the winter and spring it makes me feel like so self-conscious when i'm like even out on the street and i'm like <laughs> and it's like everybody's head snaps like oh shit it's uh sunday march 15th 2020 yep uh basically like in the 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 eye of the the coronavirus storm yeah well fortunately for frank and myself we are members of the illuminati and <laughs> we are we are coming to you from several miles beneath the denver airport uh-huh. uh where us and the rest of the chosen people will ride this thing out yes. and then uh, take over the world. We're all wearing hazmat suits. We're going to be fine. <laughs> it's no big deal. Yeah. Um, so it's pretty wild times right now. Yeah. Uh, you know, at, at first, it's one of those things that I think all Americans experience where it's not going to be me. It's going to be fine. Right. No big deal. Um, everything I read from any kind of expert that's not like my aunt on Twitter uh, tells me I should be very concerned yeah, and that uh, it's going to be very bad. Yeah. Have you been um, self quarantining? Kind of. Um, yesterday I basically just walked around all day, mm-hmm. uh, but I did stop into a bar for a beer Yeah, and then felt very stupid about it afterwards. Yeah. Um, I, I told you before we were recording that I, I went out to lunch yesterday and I felt very stupid. Yeah. Um, the place was pretty empty, except there were like some families there with little kids. Yeah. And I was just thinking, you know, I'm, I'm like nobody. And yeah. if, if I do something reckless and hurt myself, like that's one thing. But if you have kids, damn. Yeah, I know. So then I felt like just such a dick. I really uh, feel for the parents right now, just because if you're self-quarantined, I'm sure it's a nightmare having your kids in your apartment for days on end and nothing to do with them and you can't go out and get drunk or you know hang out with your buddies or anything so um that's why we're doing this podcast to provide a little entertainment yeah sit down with the kids (laughs) um, (laughs) put the kids down on the couch yes put some frank and eric on the old hi-fi in the Uh living room and then you sneak off to the bathroom and pull that bottle of whiskey out of the back of the (laughs) toilet tank that that you've been hiding and just Glug, glug, glug. And we will soothe them with our um, <laughs> coronavirus news, um, news and analysis. Yeah, it's. Uh, I'm sure that everyone is experiencing the same thing, but it feels simultaneously like a completely strange, uh, like anxious situation. Yeah, and simultaneously feels like nothing at all. Yeah, you know, walking around Brooklyn. I'm noticing that things are less and less and less populated. Yeah. Like I went out to lunch on Friday and my boss kind of freaked out on me. Um, I went to this place called Mecklenburg's. I don't know if you've heard of it. Oh, I it's think, uh, I it's a I great little it. spot in my neighborhood <laughs> that I love. Um, I've mentioned it a couple of times, but um, yeah, there weren't many people there, but the longer I was there, the more anxiety I was anxiety. I was getting, you know, I wasn't worried at all. Really. I was kind of worried. I've been working from home since Tuesday and I've, we don't know when we're going back to work, so it's sort of this open-ended situation. Yeah. That's kind of unsettling. Sure. It's sort of like, we don't know what to expect. Yeah. Um, but I went to Trader Joe's on Thursday morning. I was like, I'll walk there, and by the time I get there, it'll just open, so there won't be a crowd or anything. It's the one in um, near Alamo, right yes. near your apartment. Yeah, that right? one has just been fucking 
So Ravaged. I get there. <laughs> I don't go there that often. It's it's often a busy place. It's almost always busy. Yeah, right? yeah. So I get there, and there's probably 40 people waiting outside before the doors opened at 9 a.m. on a Thursday. And I was like, maybe this is every day. Maybe people are always waiting outside Trader Joe's to get inside on a weekday. It's possible. Sure. People do their early morning shopping. Yeah. It's possible. Uh, I get inside, and I immediately feel anxiety about like, it felt like supermarket sweep. You know, I'm going yeah, yeah. to get like 10 turkeys <laughs> and like <laughs> bottles of bleach and then run home. Um, and there was like a, a tension in the air and like a rush to be there. Um, I may or may not have dropped an entire bottle of olive oil on the, on the floor and shattered it everywhere, made a huge mess. <laughs> may have happened. Um, whoops. Uh, I went up to some poor like 18-year-old. I was like, hey, I uh, just dropped a bottle of olive oil. And she gave me this look like, I hate you. Like, oh, fuck. Like, please die. <laughs> yeah. Um, Man, do you know how hard it is to mop up oil off Well, they floor? were smart. They poured uh, flour on top of it. Oh, that's smart. Good idea. Yeah. I would have just like dumped a bunch of rags on top of it and just yeah, spent just, all just day. Smushing. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I mean, like people are trying to get by and falling and shattering yeah. their elbows. On There's them. like oiling glass <laughs> to spread all over the floor. Um, no, by the time I left, I was there for maybe 20 minutes. By the time I left, there was a massive line yeah. at like 9.45 in uh, Trader Joe's. And that made me feel very unsettled. Yeah. It's it's hard to know like what to do. Like, well, that's what, the thing. You're not supposed to do anything. Right. That's the thing, right? Yeah. You're just supposed to like hang out at home and not create a rush on things. Yeah. And like, uh, I don't know. I, like I heard that... Um, they're going to start doing like they're considering doing like lockdowns and uh, yeah, um, which I think we should be doing because yeah. there's no testing available. Right. Yeah, Unknown like, unknowns. Yeah. Like the bar up at the corner should not be open. Exactly. Right. But also I feel for the people who make their livelihood at that bar. Like if that's their only income. Totally. Like what do you do for that person? That person's fucked. When I went out to lunch yesterday, I gave the waiter a massive tip. Yeah, that's nice. And then, you know, what are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's about the best I could do in that situation. Yeah. I mean, I'm hoping delivery will stay open so you can get delivery and then tip them well. Yeah. Well, I saw that, uh, I think in Hoboken, they've already... They've closed all the bars and restaurants. Right. So, yeah, any place that... Uh, or was I reading that in Brooklyn, one of the city council members... Uh, was asking that they close all establishments that don't have food. So like if it's just a bar, you shouldn't be open. I see. And they want to make the restaurants like delivery only or something like that. That's smart. Yeah. So what is your plan? You and your wife, you stayed home yesterday most of the day. Yeah. And do you guys have a plan for like what to do together when you're to like pass the time? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) well yesterday, um, Yesterday, the way we spent the entire morning was, uh, so let me tell you a little story <laughs> for, <laughs> uh, for like four years ago or like uh-huh. five years ago. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, my wife loves Legos. Sure. You know, we got these Lego sets up here that oh, yeah. are never uh, noticed that. Uh, those are really those are beautiful. Ex- they're really expensive. Yeah. It's like, a, for, you know, I know this is a podcast. It's like a movie theater on a corner with a couple of houses. Yeah. Yeah. And then like a suburban home with a garage. Yeah, really that, beautiful. That, that's the Simpsons house. Oh, and then very impressive. It, that's just like, yeah, those are buildings. But, um, so I bought her another one, but they're like, they're like 250, $350. Yeah. They're not cheap. Right. So I, uh, was buying her one for her birthday four years ago or so. And uh, you know how on Amazon you can like, it'll say like, get this $30 cheaper by getting it from the Amazon warehouse. And that just means that like the packaging is fucked up. Okay. But it, they like guarantee that it's all intact. So I was like, great, I'll save 30 bucks. And I bought this one and it looked like it was delivered by Ace Ventura when it showed up. Like <laughs> fucking like tape wrapped around it, all fucking banged That's up. strange. Yeah. Such a stupid idea. Yeah. So... Then <laughs> she didn't open it for like two months because she just didn't have time to sure. put a Lego set together. Were you offended by that? No. Hmm. Um, but I was really curious if all the Legos were inside the box. Yeah. They're not. <laughs> uh, and so we have this like $300 Lego set that's missing some Legos that we don't know which ones are missing. Mm. And the the set is like over 2000 pieces. Wow. So yesterday morning we counted all the pieces. Good God. We went through and inventoried the entire set and it was missing like 
seven pieces uh-huh. and then i bought them on the internet nice so when those babies show up we're putting <laughs> that together and we can finally get rid of this monument to my cheapness and uh ineptitude as a husband so fun <laughs> such a fun time my neck still hurts from <laughs> from just like sitting oh and then we watched like four episodes of the sopranos what um what is this set what are you building a pet store oh cool a pet store and a and a, a brownstone mm. they're like connected yeah i i bought some sculpey yesterday oh yeah yeah so i'm gonna make some little sculptures <laughs> for all my friends what's, what's so funny uh i'm just like imagining <laughs> yeah. this fucking house of horrors in your apartment with like you know what color is sculpey oh it's all colors eric Oh, really? <laughs> it's whatever color you want it to be. <laughs> oh. Uh, they have a wide variety of colors at the Utrecht on Myrtle Avenue. Okay. Um, so I bought like a huge brick of white Sculpey and then some earth tones to go around with, to go with it. Do you have a vision for this? Or I will. <laughs> I don't yet, but I will. Oh, announcement. This is going to be really upsetting for everybody. We had to cancel band practice today. Oh, yeah. Sorry, guys. Um, so. Yeah, I, I have to say, like, I knew it was probably fine. Yeah. But I was like, if we're going to do the whole thing, we're like, let's just be as cautious as possible. Right. It's also a windowless room that people touch a lot. Yeah. And, and I, I, as, as a guitar player, I don't really touch other people's stuff. Yeah. So I could, I could conceivably walk into that place and play my instrument and not come in contact with a single thing in that room. The amp. I could hold the plug of my cable <laughs> uh-huh. and just put it in, you know? Sure, sure. But you have to touch all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Also, so, it just seemed like dumb to go out and do stuff, you know? Yeah. Um, you think I'm overreacting to that? Mm, no. That's the thing. I don't think I know how to feel. Yeah. Because I, 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 I went through that flip-flop of like, <sighs> am I being crazy or am I not yeah. being crazy enough yesterday when I went out to lunch? Yeah, I agree. Like. Last yesterday, I came home and I was feeling kind of fine, and then I basically went online and I was like, "It scared the shit out of me." Yeah, like, everybody on Twitter was like fucking freaking out, and you know, just checking my office Slack, there's so much bad news coming through the pipes of like what we should report on. And I was like, "Okay, this is very serious. This feels like a really big problem." Yeah, and like me going to band practice. <laughs> Doesn't seem that important right now. <laughs> you know, you you could you could have put that as your away message on Slack. Yeah. At band practice. Yeah, your, your co-workers like, I would went really out respect to get that. a sandwich on Friday. My boss gave me a ton of shit for it. She's like, can't you just eat at home? And I was like, you're not, you're not the boss of me. I mean, yeah, I you mean, can you eat are, at but home, but also, like, if you're going to eat at home, you got to get that food from somewhere. Yeah, right. right? Exactly. Yeah. And I do have a bunch of food at home that I could make, but. You know, I, I got <clears> to <throat> be, like, honest and say that. So like one of the, the, the like sort of things that I keep thinking about is that um, people just don't want to disrupt their daily lives. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, like not for just this, but for anything. Yes. Like people have the things that they do and like they will keep doing those things regardless of how. And that's a certain amount of selfishness too, right? And Absolutely. Like that doesn't help society in general. And if if you can say like, oh yeah, I did the right thing and I didn't go out. Like, why not do that? Right. Well, it's, I think it is like partially an ignorance thing. It's like, oh, this is going to happen to everybody else but me. Right. But it's also like people are so resistant to change and to like, to altering their routine. And it's so funny. So I I called my dad because my dad is 72. Yeah. Who is definitely, if you're 72 and you're You're fucking busted up like he is, you should be worried about getting germs, you know? Yeah. And I was talking to him and he's, and I was like, Hey, you know, are, are you like, taking precautions yeah. and he was like uh well, i don't really leave the house that much and like i've been leaving less since this has been going on sure and i was like oh okay um so you're just staying at home you're just gonna ride this out you know like uh-huh. that's your plan and he's like yeah pretty much um you know I, I i went to bj's the other day which is like costco yeah and i was like that's but you understand that that's going out <laughs> Like going to BJ's where everybody else is. Does your dad mean he's like not going to the disco? Is that what he means? <laughs> yeah. I'm not going out. But I think that like, that I, I, it was like talking to him. I saw this 
actual like mental blind spot that he yeah, had where right. he was like oh yeah i'm not like going out and coming in contact with anybody else i mean i'm still doing exactly what i would do <laughs> on any given day and my sister works in retail at the local mall oh, god and i said to him um is are you doing any like is cheryl doing anything to like yeah. ensure that she's not bringing germs into the house yeah. and he's like ah there hasn't been too many people out at the mall these days and I was like, Dad, <sighs> Dad, she's handling cash. She works at yes. the cash register. She is the she is on the front line. She's of, an enclosed space with many other people. Yeah, handling change. Yes, handling money. And I guarantee she's just walking into the house and not washing her hands and not worrying about it. Yeah. And and I was like, okay, you really need to tell her the moment she comes home, she needs to wash her hands thoroughly. Are you worried your sister is going to be the Gwyneth Paltrow of uh, coronavirus? Um, <laughs> she. <laughs> She might be. I mean, I think the the Gwyneth Paltrow of of the coronavirus has already arrived. Mm. Um, but she might be the local Gwyneth yeah, Paltrow. Yeah. Um, I would like to saw her head open if, <laughs> if, if they're looking for volunteers. <laughs> uh, which brings us to our topic. Yes. Uh, we are this week talking about the movie Contagion. Mm-hmm. Which, if you are feeling any anxiety about the coronavirus, do not watch. Might skip it. <laughs> <laughs> do not. Do not flip it on just to see like oh i wonder if this is accurate it is pretty accurate yeah i mean it seems to be yeah i'm not a scientist but it is just like the moment what i like about it is the moment it starts moving it does not stop no no like the the in the first scene you know gwyneth paltrow uh, as frank said is the kind of the the um patient zero yeah and from the moment she is infected and dies, like you just watch this bad news. No, there the pacing of the spread does not break for no. the entire movie, and you're just like watching things get worse and worse, <laughs> and people just keep dying. Yeah, it's um, wild. I will admit, I tried watching this. This is the first I hadn't seen it before. I tried watching it twice the past two nights before bed, maybe forty minutes of the whole thing. Okay, so I haven't seen the whole thing. So I can't give it a proper review is what I'm saying. Okay. I know. I just want to be honest to the listeners at home. Um, but what I saw, I loved. <laughs> uh, very effective. Very intense. Very scary. Um, while I... Um, oh, oh, here. Oh, oh, shit. I almost knocked over the soundboard. I just want to notice uh, and make a point that I do not have a soundboard for this episode. I think some of those things that you're putting out there are making people think something's wrong with you. I got that for you, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure how to feel about that one, to be honest. Um, yeah, I went a little berserk uh, just downloading various clips for the soundboard uh-huh. um, because I thought it would be good to kind of like have some levity. Yeah. You know, since yeah. we're on the brink of extinction. That's the point of the show, right? Yeah. Like, um, got- you know what I'm saying? He took a finger stuck in the booty hole. You know what I'm saying? Nice. That's good. That's dark side. <laughs> Um, um, yeah, so, uh, I still, still don't have a soundboard, which I think would really change the dynamic of the show. I think it definitely would. And I think it would be maybe a better show. Mm, Probably. We'll look hard into to it. know. Really hard to know I right know. now. I, we have people looking into it. <laughs> <laughs> we have our engineers doing some hard work behind the scenes yeah. um, to build another soundboard. So, uh, what I wanted to say about Contagion, even though I thought it was a great movie, yeah, I find I find Steven Soderbergh's aesthetic. Um, what's the opposite of compelling? Boring. Boring. <laughs> um, like you know how um, everything that he makes. So he's the director, Steven Soderbergh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, everything he makes looks the same. What else has he made? Uh, the girlfriend experience. Uh, didn't he make, did he make, um, what's that, what's that movie where these uh, facts are not on our dry erase board. Fuck. I just want to mention that. <laughs> oh, well, th- listen, there's only so much that you can get on the dry I erase asked board. one question and uh, we're fucked already. I know I'm looking, I will up, say but, it came out in 2011. Yeah. Uh, the budget was $60 million. The box office was 135.5 million. So it was a success, but not a wild success. Yes. Um, I have his, uh, uh we should just movies. print out the, um, the Wikipedia page in very large type and tape it to your windows. And so we have all the information we need. Maybe highlight some entries. Yeah. Okay. Here, coming at you. Soderbergh. Sex Lies and Videotape. Yes. Okay. I haven't seen that. Out of Sight. That's, uh, that's J-Lo, right? Didn't see it. 
Don't ben, know. Ben Affleck in that, maybe? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Aaron Brockovich. Didn't see it. Traffic. Didn't see it. You didn't see Traffic? <laughs> Ocean, I, saw, I saw part of it. Ocean's 11. Saw, yeah, I saw that. Ocean's, Ocean's 12. Didn't see it. Ocean's 13. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ocean's 11 is great. A contagion. Romp. Okay, so uh, I am a little incorrect in saying that all of his movies look exactly the same, mm-hmm. but there is what I think of as like, especially his his smaller movies, like because he, he does like big budget movies, yeah. like Magic Mike, mm-hmm. um, but then he does these like small movies where he gets no name actors, like he, he does, he'll frequently do movies that are like shot on digital with no professional actors. In I it. will say this movie is, uh, has a lot of star power. Oh yeah, a lot of big names. It's packed, packed with big names. You got Gwyneth, Gwyneth. Yeah, you got who? I, you know, I, I have to admit, like, I don't think of her as a great actress. She's not bad in this. Yeah, she's not in it for very long, but she's not bad. Yeah, I think she's she's, um, you know, uh, yeah. You got Jude Law, who's kind of a bad character. Not not great. Was his? Did he have a fake tooth glued onto his? I don't real know. Tooth. I can't tell. <laughs> Again, I only saw like a half an hour of this movie. Right. So you didn't so. really focus on the two. <laughs> no. No. Um, Lawrence Fishburne. Lawrence Fishburne. Uh, um, Matt uh, Damon, obviously. Kate Winslet. Uh, oh, God. How great is she? Beautiful. Oh, she is just stunning. Uh, very nice. Good. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. That's gross. <laughs> that was disgusting. That was I stepped on a tube of toothpaste. <laughs> Fucking gross. Um, Can I hear it again? Yeah. Uh, That's, I have a variation. Okay. <laughs> okay. Jesus Christ. Well, I mean, I just looked for cartoon sound effects. Yeah, I got good with and what, what was the sound effect you looked for in that? Splat? S- splooge. <laughs> <laughs> Very mature. Uh, yeah. Um, so... Uh, I I feel like he he has this like very <clears throat> noticeable style, and it's like like static camera shots and and like the room like the scene looks sort of like lit weird from like UV lights and yeah. stuff, and it's just I find it difficult to look at for long periods of time. Again, I fell asleep. Um, <laughs> I liked what I saw. Right, that was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, what's uh? Wh- who's the the actress Cotillard? What, oh uh, yeah. Oh, beauty. Hachi Machi. Hachi Machi. Indeed. Hachi Machi. Very good. Um. So anyway, if you're if you're feeling unnerved right now, if you're feeling panicked, um, this honestly should be um a don't jump part two. Yes. Did we do don't jump part two? No. Uh, don't jump part two. Colin, don't touch your face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ways to stay positive in moments of crisis yeah i it has made me hyper aware of touching my face i touch my face constantly well there is that scene in the movie where where uh um kate winslet, kate winslet says that the average like the person like a normal person on average touches their face like three thousand times a day i basically have my hand in my mouth like at once a minute yeah yeah I'm digging into my ears. Yeah. I'm up my nose. Gross. I'm rubbing my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing I don't have pink eye more often. I know, right? Yeah. I'm definitely moving things around my body <laughs> a lot. <laughs> um, so, you know, we're hope, hopefully trying to provide a, uh, a source of entertainment while you're home. Yes. I'm trying to think of other things. I'm going to ma- be making um, some sculptures at home. I would highly advise that make a make a trip to your arts and crafts store. Yeah, maybe get some glue, some pipe cleaners, yeah, some uh, <laughs> some sculpey, maybe some paints for the kids. Yeah, you know, recycle some garbage, some <laughs> tinfoil balls and yeah. stuff. You can you can yeah. make all kinds of stuff. Exactly. Use your scraps that you have around the house. Yeah, because you don't want to leave and throw out your garbage. So just use that and repurpose it as artwork. Yeah, and maybe by the end of this, you have yourself like a little Etsy store. <laughs> exactly. With full of because you're going to need income because you can't go to work. Right. So uh, you know you can have all of your horrifying sculptures and garbage earrings. <laughs> <laughs> And then you basically just set up a table on Bedford Avenue. Yeah. And you're just part of the crew. Yeah, that's it. You're part of the furniture now. Um, oh, th- this reminds me, uh, I went to, uh, I went to Dick Blick last night, um, mm-hmm. because I, there you go. Um, refused to, uh, be kept down by this. <laughs> no, I went to Dick Blick because I, uh, I was looking for something, but, 
so you know how like when you go to Dick Blick, I'm sure that Utrecht is pretty much the same thing. Uh-huh. But up by the register, there's just sort of like all the like tchotchkes. Yeah. It's like erasers and pens and pencils yeah. and markers and bullshit that you would have on your desk. Whatever. Yeah. Like little gemstones. And, yeah. Yeah. So I went in there and uh, I was asking the guy about something and there's only one guy working there. And I watched this group of teenagers walk in and just rob the place blind. <laughs> it, it was, it was like, um, did you ever see, did you ever see the movie kids? <clears throat> yeah. Okay. So you know, the scene in kids when, uh, Telly goes up. They Telly and Casper walk into the bodega, uh-huh. and Telly walks up to the guy, and he's like, he's like doing the D's nuts thing. Sure, sure. And Casper goes in the back and puts a forty down his pant leg, yeah. you know, and walks out. It was like that. Like they had an organized grift. So like one kid walked up and like put his bag on the counter and accidentally knocked the little like hand scanner thing off uh-huh. and was like, oh my bad, my bad, dude, I got it, and like reached over the counter and the guy he's the only person working you know, at yeah. the counter, he's like, Oh, it's okay. Yeah, Don't worry yeah, about yeah. it. Meanwhile, he's like looking up something for me. And then this other kid walks up and this is a group of like 10 teenagers, <sighs> which is just hell. Oh, I'm terrifying. I'm yeah. out. I see 10 teenagers. <laughs> I am running the, I'm other the wrong way. place. <laughs> and, and so this kid is like knocking shit off the counter by accident. Yeah. This other kid walks up and he's like, Hey man, Hey, 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 is this an eraser? Is this an eraser right here? Is this an eraser? And he's like holding up random objects. Yeah. Meanwhile, his friends are just roving through the store. Just <laughs> probably filling. nothing they want at all. No. Just something to do. Yeah. They're just bored. It's yeah. a Saturday night. And it's they're called like, looting. Yeah. Let's just go in. Hey, let's go fuck with that guy who has to work at the counter in, in the, the art store. Let's go loot the arts and crafts store. It was, and it was like a passing storm. Like I just watched the guy behind the counter, just like, oh. Do you think he knew oh. what was happening? Yes. <laughs> what the fuck's he? I, I guarantee it happens every Saturday night. And he's probably like, I don't care enough about this job to like stand up to these kids because they will kill me. Yeah, I'm not getting killed to fucking stop these kids from stealing a, a an eraser shaped like a hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> where, where were you, Michaels? Where were you? No. Uh, Dick Blick. Dick Blick, right, right. Um, but I, it was... Where is there a Dick Blick around here? Right downstairs. Oh, really? If you go out on Flatbush, like you walk around the corner, there's like a liquor store and then a Dick Blick. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. It's pretty new, um, hmm. but it's got like multiple floors. It's pretty, they got a lot of stuff. It's cool. nice. Um, but it just watching, watching the like, just the sort of like, um, watching him be resigned to yeah. what was happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just watching it wash over him like... Yeah, those are erasers. Yeah, don't worry. I could pick that up. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, you got me. You take, guys just take what you need. Yeah, just get it done and get out of here. <laughs> and did you like, did it come and go while you were still there? Yeah. That's it great. was like a passing storm. So it was funny. like they came in and I was just looking around like, holy shit, what is going on? And then they just, they their, then their little group just, just you know, reformed and they they went right back out the door nice i will say i walked around a lot yesterday and i went to um prospect park yeah and it was packed with people and it gave me a little hope yeah i mean it was nice to see like you know the community coming together yeah. people out enjo- enjoying their life and not totally panicked and i was like maybe things aren't so bad park is a great place to go yeah no i agree you can get outside and you can practice social distancing yes but it made me feel like, you know, people aren't as scared as I thought they were. Um, yeah. I mean, have you seen any of the pictures or video on Twitter of people going out last night? Yeah. People are not scared. Pretty stupid. Yeah. Uh, apparently, I didn't see the picture, but I guess a picture of Franklin Park went viral. Yes. Um, this guy I know posted that. It's not that bad of a bar, honestly. Franklin it's, Park? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I used to live over by there. It's right? fine. I like it. Yeah. I like it up until 10 p.m. when it turns into a dance club. Yes. That's when you got to just run. I actually didn't know that happened, but yeah, every like, especially on the weekends, every night it's like, it's like a shift change. It's like all the people who are hanging out, getting day drunk are like, well, time to pack it in. And all the people <laughs> who are there to dance show up like at so the, the out, outside part turns into a dance club or the inside. Uh, mostly the inside. Okay. You know how it's sort of like half inside, yeah, half yeah. outside. the inside is like where the music is. Okay. And then sort the outside becomes the staging area for the dancing. Hard so you, pass. You, you, yeah, you come out and you sip your drink until you're ready to go back into the fray. No way. Not for me. No. Um, you know, the uh, anything that's like a bar that like turns into dancing, hard pass. Same. Like nothing is more uncomfortable than like standing near people dancing. Oh, hate it. And not dancing. Yeah. Yeah. Anytime I got to go to a bar where anyone's going to interact with me, hard pass. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah, and t- I think today is St. Patrick's Day. Is that right? Um, it is. Today is March 15th. So is that the St. Patrick's Day celebration is happening today? People are lined up outside of bars to go drink green beer. Uh, is there anything fucking more stupid than St. Patrick's Day? Maybe SantaCon? Uh, SantaCon's definitely dumber, but yeah. St. Patrick's Day during a pandemic is pretty stupid. Real stupid. Um, did you? There was I, a maybe video. all the Irish people in New York will die. <laughs> That's what will happen. Like a weird stat. Everyone's like weird, huh? Yeah, didn't see that coming. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh. Did you see there was a video of of a like a club in Nashville last night? No. I mean, somebody was shooting the video from what looked like I guess the balcony or something. Yeah. But it was this massive club packed with people like shoulder to shoulder. It just looked like a normal night. Yeah. And, and like there was something about like the person who posted it, uh, wrote like Nashville will not be defeated. Like, I think you better read about germs, dog. (laughs) I think you're getting defeated. It's not about being defeated. I know. Um, but that's people think about it. Like in that, it's wild. uh, It's, it's like a really narcissistic way to think about it. Yeah. It's like, yo, check me out. Check out how brave I am yeah. to go to the bar that I go to every night. <laughs> <laughs> and like pretend that nothing's happening. Yeah. Um, again, I'm not worried about myself. I was supposed to go to Marfa, Texas on Friday, this coming Friday. I'm not going to go. That's a good idea. Right? You just don't want to be flying. Seems like an airport. Is that a place I want to be right now? No. I get sick almost every time I fly anyway. <sighs> yeah. I get the, um, what do they call that? Uh, it's like airplane belly. <laughs> what you know, you ever heard of that <laughs> no um i feel like uh every day every time i fly i need like a full 24 hours for my guts to get back to normal what's happening uh i read about it it's a thing <laughs> um it has something to do with like the change in pressure okay because like you have all these like gases and stuff in your stomach uh-huh. and when you when you, you know the pressure decreases yeah as it, with the altitude sure so it like makes uh you know gastrointestinal uh discomfort occur Hmm. yeah i just feel like every time i said did not know that yeah i could i could uh get on an airplane here and fly to there (laughs) like a 30 second flight yeah and my guts would melt down like montezuma's (laughs) revenge for the next 24 hours you have diarrhea when you fly oh yeah brutal yeah you don't no never Mm. it's bad gross <laughs> so <laughs> gross you don't you don't get that you don't you don't experience that um Never, no wow i mean i got diarrhea when i last time i flew to mexico city but not because of uh right not because of the flight right too many uh street too tacos many, or something. Many, uh, <laughs> you know um yeah so I don't know what's going to happen this week. I'm curious about it. I was debating going upstate with some friends. Yeah. Um, just to hang out, but I'm staying with other people. I could get those other people sick. Right. Or they could get you sick. Exactly. Or, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's hard to know what to do. Yeah. So you know how like we have that spot upstate that we go to. Um, Are you still going to the gym? Sorry. Yeah. Uh, I, I haven't gone since Thursday or yeah. Wednesday. Yeah. I don't know. I went to the movies on Friday. Well, it's closed now, isn't it? Yeah. And, and on Friday they were open, but if you bought a ticket, they blocked out all the seats around you. Yeah. Just close the place. Just stupid. Uh, <laughs> it's not going to make a difference. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, I had to go see that terrible horror movie that I'll forget in, right. you know, that I forgot literally as soon as I walked out. Right. Of the right. So is it weird? Like, cause normally you're doing, doing your thing all day at home. Yeah. And now you have your wife working from home with you. It's not weird for me. I think it's so you're kind of like co-working together. Well, she she actually works mm-hmm. all day. She's not one of those people who says that she's working from home and then is like, you know, drinking starting at noon and like maybe, you know, just hanging out watching yeah. movies. She is like she's working from like a full work day. Uh-huh. So I see her, she's in the other room, she's like got a little standing desk thing set up yeah. and I see her a couple times throughout the day. And are you like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Hey, what's up? What, hey. <laughs> what's that? Hey, you want to get out here and go get some lunch? Uh, what's going on? No, she's, she's like, like I talked to her a couple times a day and she's like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. I have a call in two minutes. So and I'm like, yeah, okay. Um, 
she did say that she was concerned with how much I was sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm just resting my eyes. She was like, is this what you do every day? Like napping? Yeah. Um, do you nap a lot? I mean, this week I did. <laughs> I took a couple naps. What's the big deal? No big deal, man. Do it. Good, um, good for you. But I was going to say, you know, we have this spot upstate. Uh, I'm My wife and I are renovating an Airstream trailer. Yeah. If you follow my social media, you might know. Uh-huh, that. Uh-huh. Uh, so we have this Airstream trailer on this little plot of land up in the Catskills. And so we, you know, I, we were thinking we should go up there, you know, like go hang out up there. That's a great way to social sure. distance. Nobody anywhere near you. Um, and we have a friend who lives, who lives up there. Mm-hmm. Um, he lives down here in Brooklyn, but his family is from up there. So he spends a lot of time up there. And he told us that he was going to go buy a shotgun uh, today. Yeah. Why? Um, that was my question. And <laughs> so he said that you can't kill the virus with the, uh, with, the, with, the shotgun. with enough firepower. You can, yeah. uh, no, he said that, um, he was like, you know, I'm going to be up there like by myself. Uh, and I don't really like guns or I'm not like, I'm not into guns, but everyone up there is. Yeah. So if something goes wrong, I'm going to want to be armed like they are. And I was thinking, What's the scenario that you're picturing? Right? Like, okay, so let's say everyone around you is armed, right? Sure. And uh and some have the flu. Right. And you're the one sitting on the on whatever mountain up in the Catskills and you got the last roll of toilet paper in the Catskills. Right. Somebody's gonna come with a gun to get it and you're gonna have some old West style shootout with them. <laughs> <laughs> also, like the toilet paper epi- epidemic, just take a shower. Yeah. Everyone just take a shit, then take a shower. You're fine. Okay. A bidet costs <laughs> like nineteen ninety nine on Amazon. Exactly. You, it will change your life. Just drag in the garden hose <laughs> from the yard. <laughs> yeah. You're good. Yeah. You're never going to go back to toilet paper for the rest of your life. Exactly. After you, after you start hosing yourself off. <laughs> but I, I was just thinking like, that is so irrational. Like, I don't know if I'm inviting anything upon myself here, but um, if you are packing heat, if you're listening I mean, to this, if, if anything, it'll be food. Right. Like maybe this could devolve and we're all living in the road. Yeah. Uh, but I don't think it's going to happen. Right. I Maybe I, it'll be food. Yeah. But even like uh, barring all of the sort of like realistic sure, scenarios. Sure. Why do people like, why do people think in their minds that they could win a gunfight? <laughs> do you ever wonder that? <laughs> if, if you're one of those people and I've seen uh, friends have shared Facebook posts with me, I'm not on Facebook, but you know, there's a sure. lot of, there's a certain type of person sure. out there who is like, you know, doing a lot of sort of fantasy role play where they're like, I got a gun, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to be just fine. What is, why would anyone think yeah. That they possess these, like, like you're just some fucking dope. Do you yeah. think that you have some, like, Jason Bourne-style skill with a gun that you're going to be able to, like... You know what's going to happen? If you had a gun, <clears throat> if you had a gun and I had a gun, and you walked up to my door... I would be fucking terrified. Oh, my God. I'd be so scared. If, if, if I had a gun and you had a gun, you walked up to my door, you knocked on the door, and I opened the door and you were pointing a gun at me... Uh-huh. You would tell me to give you something and I would either give it to you or you'd kill me. <laughs> it wouldn't matter that I have a gun. Uh-huh. The, there, there is no, maybe he'll, he's going to sleep in his bed with a shotgun, <laughs> that kind of thing. I move a lot in my sleep. <laughs> I can't be, I can't be accidentally discharging a firearm in my yeah. sleep. I've fired a gun a handful of times. Each time was pretty terrifying. I have to say I, it's not a comfortable experience for me to like have that kind of, uh, power in my hands and it yeah. just seems so fucking crazy and reckless yeah i just i mean i understand that it's sort of like um uh a gun is like a uh i'm sure this is like upsetting people who listen to this <laughs> i'm sure there's people who like guns or yeah. whatever i don't dislike guns i don't like them i don't get it yeah i don't, I don't yeah. like yeah. i i'm not like somebody who's like take all the guns away yeah i would like them to do that just because i think it would be safer yeah but I'd also, I also don't care. I would uh, vote for that in a fucking second. Of course. Oh, my God. Also, I'd like to see those crybabies with their guns whining about it. Anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> come get me. Uh, no, I, 
I just mm. don't like, I understand that guns are sort of this like, um, like they, they're protective shield. They're like, uh, it's almost like this talisman that yeah, someone right. gets to carry because it represents something. You know what I mean? Like, well, it just represents, I have power now. Yeah. But you don't exactly. That's the thing. You don't, you absolutely don't mm-hmm. like if, if someone it, like if the government really wanted to take your gun away, they would take it. I think I might invest in a bow and arrow. I think that would be my thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's uh, a little more sleek, a little more sophisticated, yeah. you know, a little more elegant. Uh, m- my wife is infuriated uh, every time I mention this, but many years ago we had this, hi- we were at a party or something and it was uh-huh. a hypothetical conversation and it was like, Hey, if, if like the shit went down right now, uh-huh. it was like a post-apocalyptic world. Like what would you take out of this apartment right now? Like if you had to leave, sure. What would you take to defend yourself? What would you take out of your apartment or your own? But like you had to hit the road and you, you, you had to pick like one thing to grab and take with you to use for self-defense. Probably a bat. Do you have a bat? Nope. A mag light maybe? Mag light. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be good. Yeah. I said a frying pan. That's pretty good. A cast iron frying pan. Yeah. It's kind of heavy though. Yeah, but you I got like around. a nine inch uh, cast iron frying pan. That's good. You could carry that. Yeah. 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 You could beat the fuck out of somebody with it. Sure can. And you can cook dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Maglite would be pretty good. I don't have a bat. I have a hockey stick. It's not that nimble, though. Right. But I, I think um, what infuriated my wife and other people in this conversation was they were like, yeah, but people are going to have guns. And I was like, I'm dead either way. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Right. Because if this is upsetting you, you are one of those people who like entertains this fantasy that you're going to be like, you gotcha. <laughs> no, you're fucking dead. You're dead. Dog. You've already killed yourself. You, you will get killed. <laughs> Whoever's coming for you that like knows you have a gun yeah. is going to probably overpower you and just shoot you. Right. That's what would happen to me. Yeah. I know that I'd, I'd rather just hide and like hit you with a blunt object. Like, haha. Like that I think I have a better chance of than shooting you. I would rather just do whatever that person wants me to do. You know, like if they want me to give them my stuff or suck their dick or whatever I got to do. <laughs> and then you think of the apocalypse, someone's going to make you suck their dick. Yes. <laughs> okay. And then okay. when they fall asleep, I beat them to death with my frying you pan. You have a real, a lot of like uh, gay fear scenarios, huh? No. It's not <laughs> like that was your first concern with Tom Hardy. That it was like, whew, he has a small dick. Thank God. <laughs> it's not, it's not, it's not fear. It's just, I'm sounds being, like it's fear. No, I just know my own limits. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay um um i think i'm like wily enough where i can kind of like find a way out of things or like hide or like quickly overpower someone in a right. fight yeah so like if if someone i fight dirty so, so, so if somebody pulls a gun on you uh-huh. you'll just do some parkour and get out of it <laughs> yeah basically yeah <laughs> i think i'm like nimble enough to find a way out of it right yeah okay uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's my impression mm-hmm it's just like I'm like biting someone's face immediately. You know, right. I'm like digging my eye, my hands into someone's eyeballs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. I'm like ripping someone's teeth out. You know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> you, you're going to, you're going to subdue someone and rip their teeth out. Yeah. I showed you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. I think I could find a way to, uh, to get out of it. Like, you know, maybe I'm dead immediately. If they have a gun, yeah. probably. Yeah. But, 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 uh, there's a chance I can, I can find a way out of there. I just, uh, like, I understand that, um, when people post things online or like talk about these scenarios, they're like, they, they are working through their own internal anxieties yeah. about like what to do. Uh-huh. I just feel like there's more productive ways of, I would be the guy trying to talk you down. Do you remember when I got thrown out of a strip club? Yeah. Um, uh, thrown, thrown down the stairs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Which I survived. Um, I think that would be the kind of situation that would play out for me. I would try to talk someone out of something or yeah. talk someone down or <laughs> Charlie, Charlie, uh, my Charlie, dog. we're recording a podcast. <laughs> um, and then probably get thrown through a door or out a window or something. I don't yeah. know, but, uh, survive. Right. Yep. Um, yeah, I, I and I agree that that's probably what would happen. Yeah. Like somebody would 
would make I'd a my demand yeah. and you would attempt to use your wits and they would throw you down a flight of stairs <laughs> and you would probably survive. And that's realistically, exactly. that's what would happen to anybody. Well, what I'm saying is but I wouldn't be there to like get skinned alive or be forced to suck on someone's dick. They only want me out of the situation. Right. So they would like get rid of this guy. Right. So that's my tactic. <laughs> I'm too annoying to have around. Right. So it's just like, get him out of here. I would just be like, okay, who do I got to do first? <laughs> I'm game, guys. Whatever it is, just don't shoot me. <laughs> yeah. I'm the mouth of the situation. Not in like, like, not in like the dick sucking way, but like... <laughs> <laughs> get myself out of it. He's too. the mouth mouth. I'm the dick sucking mouth. <laughs> right. Just if in case you're just so no one's confused yes. about the roles. Yes, here. exactly. <laughs> if you're going to throw anybody down the stairs, <laughs> it's him. Um, we, I had this great uh, ghost story that I want to tell on the air. Yeah. That's not my story. I want to have a friend of mine on the, on the podcast. We should do a ghost story episode. Yeah. Where we like have people call us and tell us their ghost story. It's such a, it, had me spooked for days. This story. I can't imagine being. I know you say that. I mean, yeah, maybe it's a real. Have real you ever doozy. had a ghost experience? I a spooky experience. Yes, one time, and I. In hindsight, I'm not sure it actually happened. I think it was more sort of like the power of suggestion, mm-hmm. and me just sort of being dumb. Okay, that's all. Yeah. Well, uh, I think your mind is going to change okay. about how you feel about ghost stories. Do you believe in ghosts now? No, <laughs> uh, but I don't know how else to feel about this scenario. Okay. All right. Well, you know, it's a super spooky teaser for uh, <laughs> yes. an upcoming episode. Yeah. Uh, do we want to do the top three? Yeah, let's do it. Um, Here we go. Just brace yourselves for this fucking intro sound effect oh yeah we gotta do the i i mean i wasn't even gonna hit the button uh, now now we gotta do go it go ahead all right you <laughs> you are listening to frank and eric's you're gonna feel strong pressure on the prostate gland from inside your rectum top three showdown god i love it it's so good i hate how every clip is cut off i know <laughs> I don't know what, what, why that bothers me so much, but oh god, that it's makes like me... so jarring. It's like hyper, hyper jarring. I know. That's what I was going for. I wanted yeah. it to just be like, yeah, it was like a clip in uh, Uncut Gems. Yeah. <laughs> um, boy, that movie is overrated. Uh, so um, anyway, I guess before we we shift gears to the top three showdown, we should say Contagion is pretty good, right? <laughs> yeah, good movie? Yeah. yeah, I would say uh, watch it. Yeah. Well, if you want to feel crazier, if you want to be like legitimately scared about next week and living in America right now and how poorly America is handling it and how awful our government is and the giant holes in our healthcare system and how poor people are going to suffer more than anybody else and uh, the most vulnerable are going to be shown as the most vulnerable, yep. then absolutely watch Contagion. Um, I'm sure the government will put a great spin on this and we'll come out of it with some like patriotic bullshit and Trump will be like riding the election to, uh, 2020 kind of a downer, man. I'm just trying to face reality <laughs> right now. You know, um, don't be a bitch, dude. Let me get my smoke on. What? He said, don't be a bitch, dude. Let me get my smoke on. Um, <laughs> I, don't, uh, don't make me push the button again. <laughs> okay. No, I didn't do that. Um, <laughs> I, uh, one primary has already been delayed. I'm very Ooh. concerned about how this influences politics. Yeah. So, like, any rational person would see that this shows how outrageously unfit our president is. Yeah. But I'm sure it'll spin the other way. Yes. And everything will be fine. Yeah. Uh, By I fine, know. I mean Trump will get reelected. Oh, yeah. I totally think he's going to win the election, even though uh, I'm praying he doesn't. But I, my prediction is, like, I think the the um, messaging on the right has been pretty consistent in saying that this is a foreign virus. Yes, it'll be racism. And and Trump's just going to be like, hey, guess what, dicks? If you just let me shut down the borders like I wanted to, this would have never happened. And everybody's yep. going to be like, yes! And yep. that's I think that's the how it's going to And then go. when it's over, regardless how bad it is, he'll say, America did it. Yep. We're the best. Totally. We solved it. Yep. And then, um, 
You know, people will sit on their thrones of toilet paper and mission accomplished. Fucking rack their shotguns and yep. get psyched to go vote for him yep. or not vote because no one really votes. Okay. Anyway, top three. <laughs> top three. Uh, so we had several suggestions. Um, let me, I'm just going to pick. Let me see. Uh, let me. One is a little like self reflective, and I'm not sure. Uh, not sure that would be. Would you want to record the ghost story today? Do you have plans today? Uh, not. I mean, not really. I'm not doing anything. I think I'm going out this afternoon with my wife uh, okay. to the park. But okay, that's about it. Would you want to do it like after this or after the park? Or sorry for the inside baseball guys. Um, do you want me to call my friend now to have him come over soon, or wait? Well, let's 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 wait until we're done here and then see if okay. that's possible. Right. Um, <clears throat> uh, so I'll yeah. Let me just. Um, oh man, there's we got like a bunch of suggestions. Okay, I'll just take the first one. The first one was, "What are your top three moments from podcasting from doing the podcast?" And then, oh. and then this person uh, suggested two other things that they loved. That's uh, nice from the history of Frank and Eric. Oh, okay. Yeah. Do you want me to go first? Sure. Um, it's <laughs> a little embarrassing. Um, I, one of my favorites is um, the our old podcast. I'm going to refer to the different show that we yeah, were on. Yeah. Um, the uh, money don't mean shit to me. Money don't mean shit to me. Yeah, you don't remember this? I don't remember that at all. The, the woman who worked at a cash register at Hearst, she had a tattoo of a bag of money. Oh, yeah. And it said, money don't mean shit to me. Oh. That felt legitimately funny. <laughs> um, so just her. Just her in that moment. Yeah, yeah. Um, I will say uh, it's nice to hear from people and people telling us that they like the show and that it helped them through a hard time like a national healthcare crisis yeah. um, or a personal emergency yeah. or a personal depression. A lot of kids, you know, pe- people in college say like they listen to all of our previous podcast and that it helped them through a, a hard time. So that's very heartwarming. Yeah, totally. Um, and there was a woman who her son listened. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And she, I think was driving him somewhere and he was listening to our podcast, right? So, yeah. And then she went back and listened to the entire catalog. Yeah, yeah, like after he went to college or something. Yes, and loved it. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah. So, uh, yeah, that. Yeah, that was, uh, that's some heartwarming shit. Yeah. Appreciate that. <laughs> um, so the two, the two favorites that the person suggested were uh, the Totally Nuclear Story. Okay. Um, and then that's an old school, very old, school. very, very old reference. Um, I, I will, I will put that in my top three memories okay. from the show because sure. that took such an intense psychological weight off of me when I told that story <laughs> that it just, it, it was just wonderful. Yeah. I will also say if you were an early listener, early adopter, our first 10 episodes are just grueling. Yeah. Just yeah, embarrassingly bad. It's like yeah. our first EP. Yeah, and we tried very hard to be very funny. Yes, and there's a lot of like cuts and and clips. Got to find your legs, though. You know, you know, and um, just thank you for sticking through that. Yeah, and enduring it. Yeah, yeah, we were a much bigger deal then with those bad <laughs> episodes than we are now. Yes. Um, uh, <clears throat> I think the power hour episode or uh, both, yeah. both power hours were, sure. were great. Yeah. Um, people have suggested that we do another one. Okay. Of course. Yeah. Why not? Um, might as well during the coronavirus. Yeah. What else are we do? Well, yeah, exactly. Um, and then, uh, let's see, what would be my third? I think, um, my third moment that I think back to all the time on the podcast was when, uh, my, my wife and I split up mm-hmm. and I moved to Jersey city after the hurricane. Yeah. And my life was just in total shambles. Uh-huh. And we recorded the first episode from there. Yeah. And I think the two of us just laughed for the first like full minute of it uh-huh. because I said like, I announced that I had a new roommate. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. And a lot of people responded to that episode and were like, wow, you're handling this really well. <laughs> I was like, Ugh. 
Yeah. Actually, I'm not. But yeah. uh, that was like a real moment of uh, internal chaos yeah, uh, yeah. playing out on the podcast. Yeah. I mean, there's just like maybe 50 episodes of me just being crushingly depressed yeah. and trying to find a way through it. Well, we're, you know, we're, especially when we started the old podcast, that was 10 years ago, 11 years ago, something like that. Like we're right in the, we're right in the pocket, right in the window for depression. Yeah. Yeah. Like in our soul searching. Yeah. Like we're in our mid to late late 20s. Yes. That's when the shit really, really, really gets weird. Comes down. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's, we were very raw, Mm -hmm. very raw. Very raw. (laughs) That's one way to look at it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there you go. Uh, wait, she, she said totally nuclear and what else? Uh, it was totally nuclear and, uh, the power hour. Power hour. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, then they sort of like went on to say that the show was great and they love it. But, yeah, yeah. But those were the two they said that like stand out to them. Great. Um, as great memories from the past. That's nice. So yeah. Um, wait, do one more top three. You want to do another? Yeah. Uh, okay. So then this is a little less, self-referential but somebody suggested um uh few people suggested like multiple topics so i will pick we have time um, i mean what, what else are we doing we just got we can't well we got to save them for future episodes when people stop responding to us uh <laughs> um new england towns or cities what yeah you got any <laughs> Top three New England towns or cities? Yes. What? I'm just reading what. Top people... three favorite colors of khaki. What? Yeah. It's... Um, top three flavors of lemonade. Um, okay, let's see. Um, top three tea brands. Um, I, I can't say that I am uh, well-versed in New England cities. Any of them. Who cares? Um, Hartford. That's one. Hartford. <laughs> Great. Hartford, Connecticut. Um, Love it. Bangor, Maine. Bangor, Maine. Yeah, it's it's killer. Ooh, uh, what's that one? Um, What's that one in Maine that's like on the on the water? Um, I can't remember. Something Uh, Bay. Something something Bay. (laughs) Um, And how about um, tough one? Really tough one. It's going to be hard to narrow it down. Providence. Uh, Let's say... um, (laughs) Like Middlebury, Connecticut. Okay. Little, little deep cut. I've never been there. I've driven through. I don't it. even know if I have either. Yeah. Okay. Well, there we go. What we a three. weird question. <laughs> Thank you for listening. It was uh, sent to us by the um, New England Tourism Board. <laughs> <laughs> On brand. Uh, let's see. Um, beers. Top three beers. Yeah. Just like beer brands or kinds of beer or like... Um, yeah, like beers. Like if you were going to go out to a slums. bar and you were hoping that they had a... Like what would your top three picks if you were top like... Top three beers. Yeah. Okay. Don't care? Uh, no, I mean, yeah, yeah, I care. Yeah, sure, sure. I, I, whatever whatever people want to hear, you know, it's <laughs> sure. Top three beers. Um, yeah. Okay. This is really going to expose my soul here. Okay. Top three beers. It's really going to sh- illuminate a lot about me, okay. a lot about us. All right. Um, what do you got? Uh, Victory Pilsner. That's a good one. A solid beer. Nice crisp. Uh, yep. Refreshing beer. I love uh, left, left hand milk stout. Mm, I like that beer a lot. It's not for me. Um, also, just any beer. I just like most almost <laughs> any beer. Um, I love most beers. Anything else on the menu. Really, I love um, Narragansett. Yeah, I love Ooh, uh, this guy tate. specifically said um, top three beers. He said um, this is the guy who said beers. Um, also the guy who said New England towns. Who is this guy? He said if you earnestly try to say that Narragansett is a good beer, Tom Hardy breaks through the wall like the Kool Aid Man and puts you in an arm bar. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> uh, as far as like basic beers that I enjoy that don't matter that I don't have to think about, Narragansett never lets me down. Yeah. Um, a high life is fine too, but it's not delicious. It's just drinkable. I like high life in a bottle. Tecate, Tecate, I legitimately like. Eh. I mean, it's like a, it's like a kind of a shitty beer. It's super drinkable. I don't have to think about it. But every other beer in like in that world sucks. Like PBR is terrible. Yeah, PBR is the worst. It's it has a, like sour taste to it. Yeah, yeah. I um, I don't. It's, it mine are 
It's like, what's your favorite color? <laughs> what? Mine are... Top three colors. Main Brewing Company Lunch. That's my number one favorite okay. beer of all time. Okay. Uh, and then uh, I just like some standards. You know, I like... Uh, Bell's Two Hearted. Uh huh. That's a good one. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, maybe like Lagunitas IPA. Yeah, it's good. Just it's. I like Sierra Nevada a lot. Yeah, I don't like that very beer. much. Yeah. It's too. I don't know. Just like something in there. Chicory. Yeah. Flavor yeah. I don't like. Yeah. But you know, I'm not. I'm also like. I'm. I'm. I went through a phase of being kind of like a beer snob. Yeah. I'm definitely out of that now. Same. I'm just like, give me a solid. Just. Beer. Give me a good drinkable beer. I mean, I'll try different beers for sure. Yeah. I'm interested in trying all kinds of beer. Yeah. There's this place called Meckelberg's that I like a lot. That I haven't has heard a, of it. A pretty, pretty, <laughs> pretty wide variety of beers. Uh, I love trying them all, but yeah. at the same time, don't care. I would happily be like, you know, those guys in poorly written movies that walk into a bar and they're like, I'll have a beer. Yeah. I could just do that. Fine. And it'll be fine. And I'll, great. I'll love it. <laughs> uh, give me one more question. Uh, one more Let's see. Um, oh, this one's really open in a can of worms. This guy gave us three topics, and one was so the first two were Connecticut town or um, New, New England, England towns, towns and cities beers, and what's the third? Post punk bands. Here we go, Frank. Post punk bands. Uh, go with Fugazi. Top three. Wait, is that's is that post punk? Post hardcore. Emo. Yeah. What what is what is post punk? Slint. Slint is great. Love Slint. Yeah. Um, and I'll say maybe like June of 44. I love them. I, I'm going to, I'm going to go with your interpretation of this and think and say that this is like actual, like post punk. So like eighties. Cause I, does he mean like post hardcore? I think, he, you know, I don't think so. Post rock. <laughs> no, but post punk. I'm, I'm going to say Fugazi. Drive like Jehu. Oh yeah, they're great. And, Love them too. Um, would you call Chavez post punk? I don't really know them. Uh, I would say Stop It. I Love Stop It too. They're very good post punk band. Um, yeah, that's those are those are my picks. Slint is amazing. Oh yeah. Oh Slint. They're in my top three. They're great. They're so good. Yeah. Um, how's that? Good. That's great. <laughs> That was, that was a weird collection of topics. Yeah. Um, top three colors. Top three uh, brands of sheets. Well, Frank, uh, I thank that person for suggesting the topics. Me too. Thanks. Thank you for listening. And, I appreciate it. Suggesting the um, you know erotic scenario of Tom Hardy breaking through the wall and putting me in an arm bar. Again, thank God he has a small penis. <laughs> thank Just. God. I mean, have you seen that movie? <laughs> Thank God. Um, He's like, there's the mouth. <laughs> Get him. No, the other mouth. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I think. Uh, <laughs> God. Uh, so that's it. That's our review of Contagion. Um, we're living it. May as well watch it. Yep. That's yep. what I'll say. Uh, it's a good movie. And, uh, you know, check us out on Twitter. Frank and Eric don't really post much on there, but I try to uh, post updates for things that we're doing and um thanks for buying the pins or reaching out about the pins and oh yeah hope you enjoy them um sold a Again, bunch of pins not the quality we wanted right the quality control was subpar yeah blame uh, it on the virus we kind of laughed about it last time that people had the virus a little real now <laughs> um yeah so uh we'll have better newer merch soon yeah if it can be manufactured tbd yeah, it's you know shit's really falling apart, and yeah. uh, I think maybe the podcast merch infrastructure might be the first to go. Something tells me the guys at the factory are going to need a day off. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, if you want to, we we have some pins left. Go to frankanderic dot com. Uh, actually, I don't know if there's a link on there to the pins, but you could uh, just look at the show notes of the show that you're listening to right now. You can click through to buy a pin if yeah. you want. Um, or like we said, if you contributed to the seven inch, just shoot us a message, however you like, and we will send you a pin. And I think that's it. Um, review us in uh, Apple Podcasts if you like the show. Uh, stay safe. Yes. Wash your hands. Be careful. Wash your hands. Don't touch your fucking face. Don't and, go out uh, for fucking St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. Don't do that. If you got to talk to your grandparents, do it over Skype. Yeah. Just uh, call, order in some corned beef and hash. Yeah. 
Get some food coloring in your beer at home. Yeah, ride this shit out at home. Yeah. You know, watch Contagion a few times. Granted, I am in Eric's apartment right now. Yeah. It's fine. I did hand him hand sanitizer as yes. soon as he walked in the door. Yes. So we are taking precautions. Mm. All right. Uh, everybody stay safe. You're the best. And we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Stay positive.